Starting it up. Ooh, something a little different. Hey, welcome to We Live on a Planet. I'm your host, Patrick. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 553. It is Sunday, June 26, 2022, when I'm recording this one. I'm titling this one, Keep Pushing. That's what I need to do is keep pushing. We all do. It is balmy and it is early right now. It is 69 degrees Fahrenheit. Feels like 69. High is going to be about 86 degrees Fahrenheit today. That ended pretty quick, didn't it? <laughs> it's my first time using that music. Winds are out of the southeast, five miles per hour. It's going to be warm today. So if you are a first time listener, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad you found me. If it's if you're coming back, you've noticed the difference right now. We've got a little bit of uh, different sounds here working at the Roadcaster Pro 2. Finally got it. It came the other day, came yesterday actually. I was able to hook it all up and um, do everything I needed to do. I ran into just a couple issues doing it but other than that it was it was pretty seamless and so uh big reggae air horn for that again and it's pretty nifty i i have to say we'll we'll dive in a little bit later so i can show you everything that it does do well i can't show you but you'll be hearing it so on with our quote the reason why i'm titling this one keep pushing is because of this the moment when you want to quit is the moment you need to keep pushing. Unknown. We did that a little different. Usually if you follow the show, you know I come out, I tell you what it is, this and that, the date, the temperature, then we do the quote. I thought I would do it just a little different today. So uh, stick around when we come back though, we are going to be diving into uh, the Roadcaster Pro 2 so I can show you all of its features. We'll be right back. Ooh, and just like that, we're back. We're just a little bit of a different sound. So like I said, the Roadcaster Pro is here, Roadcaster Pro 2. I love it. I'm still learning the ropes. My new headphones are amazing. I got the NTH 100 Rode headphones. They're brand new. Um, it's pretty neat. The Roadcaster Pro 2 knows what equipment you're hooking up to it. I'm using a Rode Pod mic, so it knows that it's a Rode Pod mic when I hook it up. So it puts all the parameters in there and presets. And then my Rode headphones, it knows that they're NTH 100, so it automatically goes to that. So that is groovy. And it's pretty neat, too, because we have... Um, a couple things that we can do with the Roadcaster Pro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we can uh, have maybe a that was just a little bit of nitrous oxide. Or we can suck some helium. Oh boy. Helium. <laughs> yeah. Um, or we can maybe be in a big hall. With a megaphone so everybody out there can hear me in broadcast land. 
Yeah, so how you doing? We're in a pretty big room. Um, doesn't seem like a very big crowd. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, so there's that. Um, we can also, if I want to, for some reason, I could introduce my new producer. Hello, how are you? I'm the new producer, the T975. I don't know why I was the T975. Why were the T975? Now it sounds like I'm doing... Uh, what's the word? <laughs> um, that singing, that share dead. Remember, do you believe in life after love? <laughs> uh, I can't think of the name of it. I don't know. Oh well. Um, <laughs> yeah. We have all kinds of stuff here at the Roadcaster Pro. I'm really excited. I'm excited for you to be here, and um, it's going to be, uh, I, I'm barely touched the surface of what it can do. You know, I can come visit you over here on this side of you, if you'd like, or I could come all the way back over here on this side if you'd like, and sit next to you over here, or I can just come right back to you in the center and uh, sit right back right here in front of you. Isn't that neat? There's uh, <laughs> there's all kinds of other, uh, let's see, here we go. I can I have can an echo if, if I, I want. want. Whoa. Oh, oh, that's, that's how, how they did, did it. Yeah, so I could have an echo if I'd like. I can turn a little reverb on. So now we're in us. I could be in a small hall. Let's see. I can be in a small room, medium room, large room, small hall. Large hall. <laughs> uh, yeah, as you can see, I'm a big kid. I'm having fun with it. It's a lot of fun when you get new equipment and be able to test it out. And so uh, thank you for allowing me to just play around a little bit. So I'm going to have to see how it all goes to when I go to upload, if it's the same process. I know that I can transfer it over via my computer because it's plugged right into my computer. I just don't know how to do it. I haven't learned it yet. So I might just still do it with my micro SD card the way I did it with my old Roadcaster Pro. All right, stick around. When we come back, we're going to ramble some more. I promise. We'll be right back. And we're back just like that. So I got my front porch done. I'm so excited for that. My, my Not my front porch done. My front bush in Oh, okay, that's enough. My my front bush in front of my porch. There we go. I got it all trimmed. It was really pretty unruly. I only trimmed it a couple times last season. Usually I stay right on top of it, and it seemed to just, like, grow overnight or over season. And it's coming pretty far out towards my driveway, 
and then out towards the sidewalk. So when we're backing up out of the driveway, you see the bush first for a while before you can see the sidewalk. And there's kids that run up and down the street, and that makes me, the last thing I want on my conscience is to hit a kid or something like that. And um, so I trim the bush back, and it looks it looks really nice. It's nice and neat, and it looks like you got a nice haircut. It's nice and square, squared off now. I still need to cut it back, though, more, but I can't do that until, like, the fall because once I do it, it's going to look dead for a little while because it's going to be pretty cut back, and I need to at least cut a foot and a half back, so... Still, well, neighbor update gave one gave one the other day. Still no mowing next door. What's going on with that? Boo hiss. Boo. Yeah, I don't have a boo, but it's a bummer. I think it's just, but I can't control it, so I gotta let it go. It's no big deal. It just kind of brings down everybody in the whole neighborhood is mowed except for them. They've mowed twice this season, so it just kind of looks terrible not kind of it does i'm all for green and grass and this but it's just weeds now um like in the spring or in the fall i don't rake i just mulch over my the leaves with my mower and i try to leave as much leaves as i can not because of laziness but because it's good for the ecosystem it's good for nature it's good for creatures that um find refuge in the leaves you can Google that stuff of one of the reasons why it is a good reason to leave the leaves on your yard. Not only is it good for your yard, you get out away from raking. <laughs> I got to get my drone up and flying. I haven't flown it yet this season. It's been kind of too windy, and then the days it's been nice. I just haven't been feeling it. I don't know. But uh, it's looking good for the next couple days I, it's one of those things that I got and I haven't used as much nearly as what I thought I was going to use it when I bought it I thought I was going to fly that thing all the time and there's a lot of times when I fly it I'm still quite nervous even though I know how to fly it and I'm good at flying it I get these nerves it's that anxiety that I have inside of me anyways if you follow the show you know I suffer from all kinds of a whole plethora of different things and so when i go to do that i the enjoyment is lost sometimes because i'm like white knuckling it the whole time i'm flying it because i'm not relaxing and having a good time doing it so hmm something i gotta work on speaking of working on i worked out saturday just slightly, just a little bit at the outdoor fitness court right here in the city of Oswego, New York that I was telling you about, which is in the uh, a park called Brightbeck Park. It's, a, it's right on the lake, so you get to look at the lake, and it's a really nice outdoor fitness court. And you have an app, you scan the little code, and then there's an app, and you can do a seven-minute workout. And I'm feeling it from the push-ups because... If you follow the show, you know, last season or last year at this time, I was doing all kinds of push-ups. I struggled to do 10, and then I got up to doing almost 500 a day. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. And I ended up hurting my shoulder because I was doing too many. So I'm just kind of baby-stepping into the push-ups again and dips. I did some dips, 
and then some squats and yeah i'm feeling a little bit but i feel good i want i, I want to be in shape for diving i don't you know i'm it's a lot of gear you gotta don you want to be in good shape when you're dining all that scuba diving gear all right stick around when we come back besides rambling we'll learn something right here at we live on a planet we'll be right back and just like that we are back all right let's um head on over to the history channel's website like i said earlier if it's your first time following the show we do a lot of different things here. We live on a planet. One of the things is I just kind of share what's going on in my life, a little personal journal. Uh, we start off with our quote like I did earlier. And then we try to learn. We get wrinkles on our brain, I like to say. Um, it's weird. You know, the brain is the only organ that named itself. Think about that. That's pretty weird. And it's true. Um, so we might as well use this brain of ours that we don't really use as much of it as we can scientists say so we're gonna we're gonna work it out just like you would like i did earlier yesterday worked out my muscles we'll work out that glob of jelly up top all right 1948 on this day of history we're at the history channel's website on this day of history June 26, 1948, U.S. begins the Berlin Airlift. Um, the U.S. and British pilots begin delivering food and supplies by airplane to Berlin after the city is isolated by a Soviet Union blockade. That's how I remember growing up. It was, you know, we didn't say Russia. We called it the Soviet Union. And, uh, well, Russia or Soviet Union. It's just so strange. All right, uh, what else do we have? Also on this day... In gay rights, 2003, Lawrence versus Texas is decided. That's on June 26, 2003, the U.S. Supreme Court strikes down Texas sodomy law along with the similar laws in 13 other states. The decision in Lawrence versus Texas is a landmark one. All righty, moving on. Here's another one in gay rights. 2015, same-sex marriage is made legal nationwide with Ob. Obergerfell versus Hodges decision. Who knows, though? I mean, I don't want to get political here because if you follow the show here, we live on a planet. You know, I don't talk politics. I don't talk religion. I keep my whatever. But who knows what's going on here in America? It is really turmoil. We are, we are so divided here in America. It's sad. It really hurts my heart to see us this divided family members against family members friends against friends people can't have their own decisions or beliefs i mean without somebody attacking them it's just bad it's bad moving on <laughs> moving on civil war in the united states here in america because it feels like we're having one but in 1862 the rebel strike union at the battle of Mechanicsville. All right, here we go in the 1950s. 1959, the St. Lawrence Seaway is opened. St. Lawrence Seaway. All right. 
I will be in the St. Lawrence River July 2nd and July 3rd getting my advanced open water certif diving certification. I can't wait. I'm super excited. All right, here we go. In 1993, President Clinton pushes Iraq for plot to kill George H. W. Bush. Yeah, he wants to find out what that plot was about. All right, what else do we have? In the 21st century, 2003, former U.S. Senate Strom Thurmond dies, sadly. He has a record 46 years in the state Senate. Uh, World War I, 1917, first U.S. troops arrive in France. That's in World War I. Here's one for the United States presidents, 1940, or 1844, excuse me. President John Tyler weds his second wife. Also in U.S. presidents, 1963, John F. Kennedy claims solidarity with the people of Berlin. I remember he's like, ich bin er Berliner, or whatever. Ich bin ein Berliner, which means I am also a citizen of Berlin, I believe. Art, literature, and film history. In 1975, Sonny and Cher. Sonny and Cher's divorce becomes final. How weird that I brought, brought up Cher's name earlier in like that auto-tuning. Do you believe in life after love? Hold on. Where is it? Uh, I'm not going to do it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I was going to do the sound. Um, all right. That sounds good. Got a little wrinkle. Our brain on our brain. Stick around. We'll be right back. Access granted. Always for you. Access is always granted for you. All right. Here we are at the fact site. And uh, we're going to learn some facts about Taco Bell. Do you like Taco Bell? I used to like Taco Bell. I can't really stomach Taco Bell anyways. It's I like authentic Mexican. It's hard to find it where I live. But I'm really excited because July 1st, Friday, my oldest daughter and her boyfriend are taking my wife and I to a Mexican restaurant in Sodus. New York, of all places, you wouldn't think would have an authentic Mexican restaurant there, but I guess it is killer. Really good, good food. So I am looking forward to that because I love me some Mexican food. So let's talk about fake Mexican food with Taco Bell. <laughs> the founder's first business was a burger joint, believe it or not. Glenn Bell, the founder of Taco Bell's chain, started out serving burgers. With very little money, he opened a burger stand called Bell's Burgers, named after his sister, and competed with the McDonald's brothers. Yeah, the McDonald's, you know those guys. But by the 1950s, he knew he needed to get out of the burger business, so he experimented with the Americanized Mexican food. Ta tacos were still not a popular food for most Americans at the time, and the idea of fast food tacos was unheard of. He aimed to bring them to the masses, which meant making them easier to eat. Essentially, he developed a crunchy fast food shell and adapted the taco ingredients to suit the taste of the customers he was trying to reach, busy Americans looking for fast food. He opened his first Ameri or Mexican-inspired restaurant under a different name. 
Tio Taco or Taco Tia. Why did I say that backwards? Taco Tia. His tacos became an instant hit and gradually outsold his burgers. Eventually, Bell opened his first restaurant to serve Mexican food. Taco Tia opened in San Bernardino, California in 1954, selling tacos for 19 cents. Soon after, he opened another similar restaurant in Los Angeles called El Taco. He opened his first Taco Bell restaurant in Downey, California on March 21, 1962. Taco Bell was franchised in 1964, and within three years, there were 100 locations. locations. <laughs> the chain is now operating under the Yum! brands with 7,791 restaurants at the end of 2021. Wow. Doritos Locos Tacos went through 40 rounds of recipes testing to perfect their shell. Never ate one of those, have no desire, but I uh, guess it took them quite a bit to figure out how to make that. Speaking of other monstrosities that Taco Bell made, PepsiCo created the Mountain Dew Baja Blast, exclusively for Taco Bell. That weird-looking green drink, it debuted in 2004, and people love it. I, I'm not a Mountain Dew fan. I used to like Mountain Dew when I was younger, but not so much now. I do like grapefruit soda, if you can find it, but I'm not a big soda guy. Uh, their most popular menu item is, believe it or not, their nacho fries. Yeah, nacho fries. It launched in 2018, and uh, they're pretty basic. It's just garlic, paprika, salt, onion powder, which pairs well with their gooey nacho cheese. Taco Bell was sued for its Chihuahua ads. Remember the Chihuahua in the 1990s, if you're old enough to remember that. The, he would say, yo, quiero Taco Bell, which was extremely popular because of Taco Bell Chihuahua ads. With a $500 million spent on advertising, Chihuahua became a cultural phenomenon. Wow. Advertising for the character stopped in 2000, but, di but disputes started as early as 1998. Two Michigan men, Joseph Shields and Thomas Rinks, created a psycho Chihuahua character and had discussed adapting the character for Taco Bell advertising. The ads, however, were run by a different advertising agency. Shields and Rinks were awarded $30 million by a federal judge in 2003, and an additional $12 million in interest was added three months later. Wow. Taco Bell's mascot, Gidget, was in Legally Blonde, too. Yeah, that, the taco, that or the, not the taco, the chihuahua that I was just telling you about. Uh, the restaurant chain was the first to hire female managers. How groovy is that? Um, we're getting towards the end. The Taco Bell Foundation has given away millions in scholarship. Founded in 1992, the Taco Bell Foundation has awarded more than $130 million in the scholarships and grants. In 2022 alone, the foundation donated $8 million to 772 students. Um, and then lastly, Taco Bell sparked an outrage when they announced they purchased the Liberty Bell, but it was just, uh, and it was in 1996, a few weeks before April 1st, it was just an April Fool's joke, but people lost their mind. All right. Another 
wrinkle on our brain. Instagram. Whoa, the show is buzzing by, and that probably was Jeff Sharkey and race car number 66. Yeah, I am frustrated right now, but I'm going to let it go because I just tried to pull up word of the day on Webster's Dictionary and have it play through the roadcaster, and it's not, she's not playing. Come on, why won't it play? So I'm just going to tell you the word of the day. The word of the day is culminate. C-U-L-M-I-N-A-T-E, culminate. It is a verb. What it means, culminate usually means to reach the highest or a climatic or decisive point or to reach the end or a final result of something. A couple examples. The festival will culminate with a spectacular display of fireworks. Another, the partnership between the two songwriters culminated at last in a chart-topping single culminate verb. Now we learned another thing. All right. Now I wanted to pull up a did you know fact and where am I? <laughs> I know where I am. I'm in my studios in Oswego, New York. And I thought I had a did you know pulled up already for you, and I didn't. Um, all right, let's say. Here's one. I don't know. I haven't even read it yet. Did you know if you want, if you want someone to take you seriously, talk to them in person? Research shows it's much easier to convince someone of something when you speak to them directly instead of over a text or an email. I would have to totally agree with that. I think that if you're going to be asking for something pretty major, I myself wouldn't want to do it over a text or an email. I would want to be face-to-face with that person to ask them of that. You know what else I found, which is bizarre, and this is kind of off topic, but kind of on the same People apologize for things they want. Because we were just talking about how, you know, asking for things or people um, will do things in, in person. But a lot of times people, I find, and I do it myself, apologize for things they want. They'll say, here's an example. I'm sorry, but would you be able to watch my dog? Instead of, would you be able to watch my dog? They apologize first. I'm sorry to ask. I'm sorry for this. I'm sorry for that. But could you, instead of just asking, and um, yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of do, but I kind of don't. But um, so we did the word of the day. We did the did you know. Um, let me know how the new Roadcaster Pro 2 sounded, please. I would love to hear from you. You can head on over to my website, WLOAP.com. From there, there's a little phone icon. Touch that. It will ring five times before it goes to voicemail. And then from there, I can get your feedback. If you're listening through the Anchor app, you know how to leave one. Most listeners are through Apple. 
Um, don't forget also, I have new music will be coming shortly, and that is coming original from a friend of mine out in Atlanta, Mike, and, well, Georgia, not in Atlanta, outskirts. And he is so creative and so talented at making music that I can't wait to see what he creates for We Live on a Planet. And then we'll have my own sound, my own music intro. Until then, my friends, I think that about sums it up. Do your best to stay curious and not judgmental. And uh, peace. And once again, please let me know how it sounded. I'm very curious to see how it worked out. I'll talk to you again real soon. Peace.